0: Welcome to Call of Duty, Real Soldiers, Real Stories. Today, we have an officer who believes in living all the moments to the fullest. His short but explosive stint in the army earned him two Sena medals gallantry. We welcome Major Ram Kumar, the fearless, in conversation with Nandita Shankaran. Kumar, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Uh, I'm delighted to be part of this episode.
0: To begin with, could you tell us something about your growing up days, your childhood?
1: Uh, I grew up in uh, Chennai, born and brought up uh, hardcore uh, Thambi types as I've, I've always been referred as. I grew up in a middle class family and no nobody uh, from my uh, family has ever served in the army. But uh, the most important inspiration uh, and the motivation part was that of my grandfather who had participated in uh, India's uh, freedom movement along with the likes of uh, Jawaharlal Nehru and uh, Gandhiji. He was imprisoned uh, at least on two occasions, the Quit India movement and uh, Salt Satyagraha. I heard umpteen number of stories from him uh, that kept me uh, uh, inspired all through. He was the most happiest when he heard uh, I got selected uh, to join the OTA and that, that's how uh, it began man.
0: So going back sir, uh, could you share some story that you remember of, you know, that was shared by your grandfather?
1: Some protest in uh, Chennai uh, railway station where uh, they knocked his knees off uh, during a lati charge, uh, that is often uh, repeated uh, story. Though I don't, it's, it's very sketchy that, uh, to, to recall now, after nearly 40 years, uh, what I remember is that there was a lati charge and uh, both his knees uh, were uh, shattered in that lati charge. So All through his life, he, uh, he waddled his uh, way through. And somewhere in Meerut or in Lahore, I don't remember, he had shared uh, one of the cells uh, along with uh, Bhagat Singh and the likes. Uh, for a few months just before they were uh, being hanged that was one incident uh, that remained etched in my mind quite deeply
0: that is breathtaking to say the least sir i was really keen on listening more so uh, just to know which arm of the armed forces did you join and how was your journey there
1: ma'am the training is for about 10 months and uh, split into two Batches, uh, junior term and the senior term. The training was uh, fairly comfortable in the sense I, I was exposed to a National Cadet Corps during my college days. I had represented the state uh, for the Republic Day Parade also. So I had enough exposure and there were quite a few seniors who groomed us into uh, the army environment, the cadets environment uh, to say the least. I was well prepared for it. That was uh, one aspect and uh, the second uh, one is, uh, I was the only one uh, to write out the options as infantry in all my three options and Gadwal Rifles, the regiment that I wanted to join in all my three options. I didn't give them any option at all.
0: It's amazing that they gave you a chance to choose and you did not leave them with any other option. So that is something very unique and different that we have heard of today, sir. Uh, nice one. So uh, you were telling us about the training of 10 months and uh, you know then ahead. Uh, I just wanted to know what was your tenure in the army?
1: Ma'am, OTA normally is a short service commission after which uh, the option to continue or carry on with another extension is left with us. From the day one, I was very, very clear that uh, I would serve only for five years. I uh, did not mince my uh, words with that. Uh, the journey uh, in that five years uh, had been, uh, you know, rushed through in terms of uh, opting voluntarily for uh, a tenure in Siachen uh, Glacier along with uh, a sister battalion. And on my return from there, the following day, we left for Nagaland. My tenure... Uh, in Nagaland was close to three years, and then we came to Jammu and Kashmir. I'm five years uh, of service, and uh, of which I think at least four and a half years of highly intense operational area is where I had served.
0: Wow! So you not only opted for difficult postings during your tenure, but also won two Sena medals, gallantry during this. So could you
1: share some more details about these? And the first operation was, uh, I would rate it as a wild goose chase with scant information uh, of underground movement. On the day I reported back f- uh, from leave, So, my CO uh, had earmarked me as the QRT commander. We had moved in columns of three platoons. We had uh, managed uh, some civil trucks to conceal... Uh, our operational plan at about uh, 11 in the night we started our move so from there along with the entire column of uh, i think three three platoons or so and co who had followed me also i was leading the column from a drive of 40 45 kilometers we bumped into one young uh, lad uh, loitering around in the middle of the night When we inquired, uh, we got to know that the undergrounds had uh, kidnapped the village head on that particular day. We uh, sought his help. We realized the undergrounds had moved on to the uh, next village, possibly uh, in that direction is what they had uh, moved. Though the village was visible uh, at at a one kilometer range from the road, we had to take uh, a circuitous uh, route there, there were no other uh, land routes available so we had taken these uh, vehicles and as soon as we got to the entrance of the village we were fired upon in that operation uh, we killed uh, two undergrounds and uh, had confiscated uh, uh, a light machine gun and uh, uh, some other uh, i think 2 inch mortars and you know th- that's possibly one of the operations where we could reverse their initiative on to themselves, ma'am. For that, I was awarded with a, a SENA medal. And the second one was... Uh, we had uh, tracked their movement on the map day after day. It, it was in the month of March. If I'm right, the date was uh, 5th of March. So we had tracked their uh, movement, the undergrounds movement from one village to another. They had to come back to the village for anything and everything. For all their administrative requirement, they had to fall back on the village. That it now emerged a picture of where their probable move uh, could be. Using that input, I, I, I started making uh, guesses where I said, okay, they're going to be in the next village A or village B. So that way I could uh, track uh, a particular point wherein it worked in our favor. That was also a very uh, deceptive uh, way we had announced that we would be going to place A and suddenly the undergrounds were surprised when they found us in place B. And thankfully, because of this announcement, when we confiscated the weaponry and arms and armaments, we took out a, a icon set which would scan through all our communication and uh, understand, study our movement, keep track of our locations. So we confiscated that also. We had killed two more undergrounds in that operation.
0: Wow, sir. These incidents clearly show that those Sena Medal Gallantry Awards were so well-deserved by you. And when you say undergrounds, it is, are the terrorists? And the
1: reference term in Nagaland was uh, undergrounds. Uh, it, it had not reached a stage where it would terrorize uh, people. What happens in and Kashmir is uh, more in the lines of terrorism where uh, the terror is evident at every nook and corner, whereas in Nagaland it is very uh, uh, silent, it is very uh, deceptive, it is still in a underground level in those days.
0: I had heard that uh, you had to go underground, rather you had to disguise yourself because you were probably the most wanted person amongst these undergrounds uh, and you were probably on their hit list. So can you tell us exactly what was happening there?
1: I had gone around with the name tag of uh, RS Daliwal as against uh, uh, my actual name. And uh, uh, I had grown a long beard and used to tie a pagadi. So the deception was perfect and uh, they didn't realize I was part of the the particular battalion that we had served which was posted there. My my troops were uh, uh, Gadwalis who spoke uh, pure Hindi. I picked up the language from them. So the accent was fairly uh, in control. Uh, In at least two posts I operated in the same name. And and, uh, while operating, uh, we had uh, gone in uh, civilian dresses and we suddenly emerged out of nowhere uh, in that Manipur access road. We saw a army painted vehicle coming in from uh, Manipur side. Normally the orders are that there must at least be three vehicles as a convoy that you could move. In this case, when we saw only one vehicle, we thought the other two vehicles were following behind. And when we stopped this vehicle, we checked out as to who and what they were The driver had worn an army uniform, the person travelling along with him had worn an army uniform. We pulled them down and something was fishy. And as we went behind and checked the vehicle, uh, we confiscated uh, 1770 kilos of ganja.
0: Oh, that's a huge haul, sir. And clearly you had uh, five action-packed years in the army. So, what did you aspire to do after you left the army?
1: I had aspired to uh, join the civil services but circumstances here we had a family business and father took ill so I came in and uh, sat uh, in the business for a few weeks and naturally I got absorbed into it not that I didn't like it it is a very eco-friendly environmentally uh, supportive setup that we have uh, the recycling uh, plastics uh, and we grew up into a fairly big organization here in South we do about uh, 500 to 600 tons of plastic scrap processing every month. When I stepped into this, it was a 20 ton per month unit. Today, we have uh, branched out into Cochin, uh, trinalveli and we are coming up with a fifth unit in trinalveli again.
0: Wow, that is some sort of an expansion and I think diversification in terms of moving to different places. On a lighter note, sir, I am from Tirnaveli too. So good to know that you've provided so much employment to my brethren there. (laughs) Uh, Being in the army, I know it shapes you for life. And how did that experience help you in your business?
1: Most important of all is uh, the ability to organize oneself. That was very personal for me. It it really helped me uh, organize uh, myself at every stage be it structuring a day, be it maintaining a routine. In terms of personality development, and in terms of communication skills, in terms of being to the point, I think armed forces helped me shape uh, in all those aspects which I could adapt in the civilian side when I got into business. In terms of promptness in delivery, promptness in production, I could streamline things. Uh, like a structured corporate would function so that way army helped it's it's everything is attributed to army and i personally owe it in entirety
0: amazing sir it's nice to know that you know whatever you are today is all because of the army and you attribute your success to the army that's great but here i want to know is major ram kumar all about work Or what else do you do in your free time? Like, what are your hobbies?
1: I have tried my hands in uh, long distance swimming. I've tried my hands in uh, long distance cycling. I've done my, you know, 600 kilometers ride and 400 kilometers ride. I cycled from Kashmir to Kanyakumari once, I think in 2015 or so. Uh, I do a lot of biking. I travelled to Nepal and Bhutan from Chennai. Then I covered all the three corners of our country on a motorbike. It was, I think, K2K2K. Kanyakumari to Kivitu in Arunachal Pradesh, the easternmost part. And Koteshwar in Gujarat, the westernmost part. And down to uh, Kanyakumari, uh, the southernmost part. That was, I think, about 12,800 kilometers on a single ride. And I'm a wildlife enthusiast. We were exposed to... Uh, handling or rescuing snakes as it comes so like he still do get calls uh, to rescue them
0: the way you said you told about cycling and running and walking that seems more of work to me <laughs> i mean so <laughs> that takes a lot sir to do it but you mentioned something about snakes and uh, about rescuing them but puna also told me that uh, you used to have pet snakes and reptiles what was that
1: In uh, college days, the intention was to hold them on for a couple of days and then release them. Uh, I used to have an aquarium at home. Workers used to run around catch frogs for the snake, and (laughs) it was. (laughs) And having brought up in a orthodox family, it was it was very difficult for my parents to put up. What I remember prominently was uh, I had uh, rescued a rat snake, which was fairly long. It was about nine ten feet. A snake and uh, uh, my room was in the first floor. I had left it inside with a few frogs and I had gone on a, a short trek uh, somewhere in Polachi area, top slip I think. The trek got extended uh, as against uh, the plan, three days, we were there for about five days and the snake had uh, come out of the aquarium and uh, when I came back, I couldn't locate the snake. Uh, we were uh, running all over the place but every every gap was shut, so I was very sure the snake was still inside the room only. But somehow it had managed to climb those concrete shelves. It had tugged inside a mat and it was lying deep inside. And when I pulled out the mat after a search for about an hour or so, this fellow emerged. I could not locate the frogs, so I would like to think that it had consumed uh, those frogs. So, that, that was like my mom almost kicked me out of the house at the time.
0: Sir, you are very lucky to have patient parents and it is a challenge, sir, to keep them. And uh, how did you locate them or differentiate them? Like, did you name them or something? Uh,
1: not not really. Uh, you just uh, go by their markings and uh, ident- you first learn to identify them. I was uh, a volunteer in Madras Snake Park Trust for quite a while. I had done field trips with uh, the Irula tribes, who are traditional experts in uh, knowledge of snakes. Another incident that I would uh, recollect now is during my academy days in the training area. We used to dig up for defenses, so as we dug up, more snakes emerged, ma'am. One of the friendly ones, uh, if I am right, is a species called a uh, striped keelback. So I had put in 2-3 of uh, striped keelbacks in my uh, dungarees and uh, by then it had caused uh, so much of chaos in my first term the DS, the directing staff uh, got to hear of uh, snakes being handled by one cadet I distinctly remember he had come in and used a flurry language and said what the hell are you up to so I pulled out uh, 3 uh, snakes and left it in front I was on ground, he was standing in front of me, I was on my knees. The moment he saw the snakes, uh, he was like, he is uh, is from the commandos." lots of regards for him. He almost pretended he was going to stamp them. The moment he raised his legs without a second thought, I gave him one whack on his leg (laughs) man. And the following one week, I was in my uh, punishment order, carrying 40 kilos of Pitu, (laughs) reporting to him every day. That earned me a tagline of you know, people knew me as uh, snake man then uh, Ram Kumar in my academy days. <laughs> I didn't remember this at all. Like, It suddenly tapped into this conversation. And and of course, Balrat sir was like awesome. He would be very keen to uh, know more about them. He would call me in his office. Of course, with the bajri pack, <laughs> I used to report to his office and uh, tell him about uh, what all I, I did in college.
0: So, we would also want you to give a small message for the youth, for the listeners of this podcast, anything that you would want to say to them.
1: Youngsters are so distracted with modern media, be it WhatsApp, be it Orkut, be it Facebook, be it Telegram. Their thought process is so temporary. They could hold on to their thoughts only for a few seconds. This is the point I want to emphasis on again and again uh, to inculcate this habit of absolute focus on one thing at a time that is the mind's capacity to handle you can't focus on too
0: many things true that thank you that was a very relevant message in today's time sir Uh, so on that note sir thank you so much for joining us on this episode of our podcast thank you so much it
1: was definitely uh, delightful
0: Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of our podcast Call of Duty Real Soldiers Real Stories And if you have any queries Do write to us on podcastcallofduty at gmail.com And do not forget to like our Facebook page Call of Duty Real Soldiers Real Stories And do follow us on Instagram on Call of Duty Podcast Keep listening